The following program is created for informational purposes only and does not constitute as medical advice. The views and opinions expressed on this program are those of the host. If you think you may have a medical emergency, consult your doctor. This is where the healing begins. This is Maximize Your Life with Dr. Leanne of Greenwood Family Chiropractic, where it's not only about neck and back pain, but a place for whole body wellness. Listen this hour as Dr. Leanne is here to share her wellness education to help you live a maximized life. For more information, visit GreenwoodFamilyChiropractic.com. Here's Dr. Leanne. Good morning. Thanks for tuning in. You're listening to Maximize Your Life. I'm Dr. Leanne Schluter with Greenwood Family Chiropractic. 317-893-2853. 317-893-2853. Or you could always check us out online. Greenwood Family Chiropractic. That is greenwoodfamilychiropractic.com to schedule your initial exam and consultation. Another kind of fun way to plug in as well is we have social media. I would say if I'm being more honest, um, we're like pretty medium with social media. (laughs) So what is that? We post all the really great things we're doing, great articles. Are we the most savvy on social media? No. Um, But we do have an Instagram page, Greenwood Family Cairo. And we also, let me double check that because again, I shared with you a medium with that, but we also do have Facebook and that I do know for certain, um, which is just Greenwood Family Chiropractic. So if we talk about events that we have or we'll post um, pictures, we have like a recipe night that is coming up, all just like the really great things that we do out in the community. We want to share those things. So our, uh, yeah, Greenwood Family Chiropractic. See, I was right. Greenwood Family Chiropractic. <laughs> oh, you know how there's like tw- the tw- I feel like I'm old enough now where I never really got into Twitter and I only uh, have Twitter because I was a Chicago Bears fan and it would update me about what was happening with players if they were injured faster than mainstream news would, like ABC, NBC that I was playing on. Um, so when old people say like the Twitter, uh, that's me. <laughs> But I do know a lot of things about other things. In today's episode, we're talking about allergies, specifically seasonal allergies. Now is the time that I see people are struggling. They are miserable. And we're today we're going to talk about like what what is an allergy? Like how come I once had allergies but I don't have seasonal allergies anymore you know like why is that why is it that someone might be allergic to pollen and another one might be allergic to grass and another one might be allergic to dogs right like why why is it that what is an allergy there are very high risks that come with benadryl also known as their anticholinergics um in terms of health-related issues for adults as well as pediatric patients. So we're going to talk about what some of those dangers are. But more importantly, what do you do? right? Like if we're having these problems and we want to address them more naturally, oh, we're going to talk about allergy shots today too. 
I think those are interesting. I don't feel like the average person knows what allergy shots are. So we're going to break that down and we'll dive down deep into it as well as solutions. But before that, let's talk about some news. Dr. Leanne's Health News. Some studies suggest that too much sugar can literally mess with the brain. Health News now, one of the world's most commonly prescribed medications. Maybe Today, the average American consumes 22 teaspoons of sugar a day. Protesters say they just should not be forced to get this shot, not by the government. Today's Health in the News. Um... Don't use sugar substitutes for weight loss, World Health Organization advises. So they talk about don't use sugar substitutes if you're trying to lose weight, according to new guidance from the World Health Organization. The Global Health Body said a systematic review of the available evidence suggested the use of non-sugar sweeteners does not confer any long-term benefits in reducing body fat in adults and children. I do think this was kind of interesting. Um, A lot of the um, artificial sweeteners, when I was pregnant with my last, I had some pretty pretty decent um, morning sickness for the first half of my pregnancy. And I had a naturally minded, not necessarily holistic, but more naturally minded OB. And um, when I was telling her, I said, you know, I've got these mints and she goes don't do artificial sweetener she's like it's going to ruin your gut health and promote tons of problems in the future and I was like oh I actually agree with you they are not um they said replacing free sugars with non-sugar sweeteners does not help people control their weight long term this comes from the director of the world health organization department of nutrition and food safety we did see a mild reduction of body weight in the short term but it's not going to be sustained Um, so they talk about the review, the guidance applies to people, except those who have pre-existing diabetes. (laughs) And you're like, well, they're, you're gonna tell them not to have the artificial stuff and then they're going to eat real sugar and then their diabetes, it's going to get worse. And you're like, you're not teaching them better and healthier alternatives, right? The review also indicated that there might be some quote, potential undesirable effects from the long-term use of sugar substitutes, such as a mild increased risk of type 2 diabetes and cardiovascular disease. (laughs) And they're like, oh, I already have diabetes. Don't worry about it. You might just increase it. Cardiovascular disease too. Um, They talk about non-sugar sweeteners are widely used in ingredients and prepackaged foods and beverages and are also sometimes added to food and drink directly by consumers. Um. My, here's another side note. Uh, My oldest is in baseball right now. And so if you know anything about kid baseball, kid baseball comes with kids snacks. Uh, And I'm like, so there's this like Gatorade sport that they're touting is healthier because there's no sugar in it. But the problem is, is it's full of a bunch of artificial synthetic sweeteners I'm like that. I can't say. Oh, and die. And die. <sighs> Anyways, um, the one thing I don't necessarily agree is they talk about the recent study of erythritol. Uh, if you want to know more about erythritol, dive back down deep into that because um, 
that was a study that was a retrospective oversight of other data, which really had no correlation in terms of or causation. Um, so really the recommended, they included low or no calorie synthetic sweeteners, um, but they said that are chemically modified. So a sulfame K, which is also known as ACE-K, uh, oh, there's a bunch of them, saccharin, sucralose, um, advantim, aspartame, maybe it's advantim, cyclotames, neotims, mates, tames. Hmm. Interesting. It's a bunch of chemically artificial sweeteners. I'm sure they've got some fancy names. The one thing that I do disagree a little bit with, and I do it in moderation, is stevia. Oh, I stevia. I forgot to get protein from the office today. Um, <laughs> dang it. Ah, um, is stevia. Like I can, I can literally grow stevia in my backyard. So just like I have mint leaves in my backyard, I have lavender plant in my backyard. I also have a stevia plant in my backyard so if I want to sweeten a, something I'll just rip off a leaf and throw it in there the way it's extracted is just the way mint is I take you can take mint put it in alcohol and then you have mint extract right so there's all of these kind of things that you know to a certain degree but here's what I see they said here's your solutions train your chase buds right cut back on sugar this includes artificial sweeteners I agree with this, right? And that is one of the reasons why the research and studies that they've done way, way before is that people actually gain more weight with artificial sweeteners is because it stimulates the body to want and desire more of that sweetness in all regards. They said, enjoy fruit for a dessert. Try cinnamon baked apples, berries, grilled peaches, mm, instead of cookies, cake, ice cream, pastries, and other sweets. Um, you never realize how sweet fruit is until you cut out all the sugar in general and then it's really surprising that you're like oh goodness that really is sweet um I had cut out all sugar for quite some time and it was so interesting because like ketchup I'm like wow or someone had made some stuffed peppers and I could taste the the sugar in the red sauce it was, it was just really interesting. Um, be careful at coffee shops. Coffee and tea with no or fewer sugars. When you're talking about like lattes, um, oftentimes your coffee drink will have as much sugar as upwards of two cans of soda. Um, again, look at prepackaged ketchup, barbecue sauce, tomato sauce. Um, look at salad dressing goodness gracious condiments breads it's they're all over the place and check nutrition labels uh for the ingredients you know in a good better best scenario we cut out all of the sugar and there's a lot of different when you look at agave corn sweetener corn syrup dextrose evaporated cane sugar fructose fruit juice concentrate next sugar so it's like okay i am a baseball mom too and i have to sign up for snacks too so it's like, what did I do? And I brought them organic juice boxes, just an organic. Now, are there naturally occurring sugars in there? Yes. But in my opinion, in a good, better, best scenario, it's one that I would rather do that in moderation than the synthetic sports drinks, right? So just goes to show they're acknowledging it. So hopefully the United States will do some things to cut out all the additional and added sugar. But only time will tell. So in the meantime, 
you have to ensure what you and your children are putting in their mouth are good and healthy. So when we come back, seasonal allergies, what are the causes? What what are they in general? And how do we help support them next? You're listening to Maximize Your Life with Dr. Leanne. We're online with life-changing results and success stories at GreenwoodFamilyChiropractic.com. You're listening to Maximize Your Life with Dr. Leanne. Videos, tips, deals, and more. Find Greenwood Family Chiropractic on Instagram. Here's Dr. Leanne. Welcome back. Has your nose been a little bit more itchy than recent? Runny nose, itchy eyes. Today we are talking about seasonal allergies. What they are, why you get them, and more naturally, what we can do. (laughs) So I have, uh, my oldest is six. And it's so funny because... Recently, I started noticing that he was getting a couple random sneezes here and there. And so kind of watched it. And when, um, but it hasn't been anything that has really like made him miserable, right? Just when you have like an extra sneeze here or there. Well, he came home from school the other day and he said, Mom, I think I have the allergies. And I'm like, do you? How do you think that? And he said, well, that's what my teacher told me at school because I've been sneezing a bunch. And I was like, okay. So I'm going to tell you what we naturally started to do with him. But I feel as if my story, it needs to be shared. It's been very impactful for me is that, you know, I was a really sick kid growing up. So I had, I mean, I was on antibiotics multiple times a year, strep throat ear infection, uh, sinus infection, right? It was like, up, oh, it's green and hurts when I walk. So sinus infection, antibiotics. I had asthma. I was on an albuterol inhaler, inhalable steroid. But like you name it, Zyrtec D, eye drops, nasal spray. I remember being a kid and going into the bathroom at school and they have those like super hard paper towels, right? They're like crunchy and you would, you could stab your eye out. But I remember running it under the cold water and even when it was wet, they never actually got soft. But I remember just like holding it on my eyes. Like I think I want raw carrots because it was like something that scratched the back of my throat. Like I was just miserable. And it was something that was more retrospective that at the end of chiropractic school, it had been four years, I could tell you the moment that I was like, oh my gosh, my life has changed. I was doing an advanced training in North Carolina. And though the seasons here in the Midwest, like you'll see pollen, (laughs) there used to be like pollen dust storms. So you know the old uh, like Southwest movies that there'd be like tumbleweed that would come through? It would be like this, but yellow. Like now you might see a dusting of pollen on your car. This one, one that was fully covered. Like you couldn't tell the color of your car because it looked mostly yellow because there was that much pollen. And I remember being inside my office, looking out into the parking lot thinking, I'm going to die. 
like this is the one that's going to take me to my knees and all of the things. And I had had like maybe a couple extra sneezes and I had looked back and I was like, man, I haven't taken any of that over the counter because like back when I was a kid, uh, Zyrtec D was a prescription. (laughs) And so I had to get it from prescription, you know, and it was just one of those where it was like, oh, yep, this is what happens every spring around March, like this time of year. I guess it's what year, what time is it? May. So I would say this time of year, you know, spring comes, it's going into summer. I'm like, well, I'm going to get a sinus infection and be on an antibiotic. And so once I started making more lifestyle changes, diving down deep into figuring out like what is an allergy, I can say I am not like running for it. Um, the over-the-counter nasal spray and eye drops. And we've managed it really naturally with my oldest too. So I'm like, okay, just kind of getting back down to the basis. So let's talk. What are, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to Maximize Your Life. I'm Dr. Leanne Schluter. So seasonal allergies, what are seasonal allergies? It's also called hay fever. Um, But there are symptoms that occur during specific times of the year usually occurs at times when outdoor molds release their spores and when plants release tiny pollen particles, pollen particles, rough, uh, into the air to fertilize other plants. Allergies are an indication of a disrupted immune system, right? I had read years back, it's like the WebMD definition, is that an allergy is your body's immune response to a harmless chemical or substance, right? It's your body's immune response. So um, we're going to go over natural strategies to help support the immune system. But seasonal allergies kind of depend on the individual um, that's having the specific reaction. So when you look, um, grass pollination typically happens between May to June. Um, so trees, I should say, trees are like March to May. Grass is like May, June, July. Weeds are August, September, October. So that's where sometimes people might have more allergic reactions in the spring versus the fall. If you're allergic to both, then it's all of them. So pollen. So what are, what are pollen? Let's talk about pollen and spring allergies. Um, pollen are tiny, like little egg-shaped powdered grains that are released from flowering plants, which are carried by the wind or insects to serve to cross-pollinate other plants of the same type for reproductive purposes. Um, Here's like a super fun, nerdy fact, not about allergies, but where I live, we have a little bit of land. And so I got a cherry tree and I was super stoked about it. And so I was calling, talking to a friend of mine, telling her about how I got this cherry tree. I got two apples, we got a peach and a cherry. And she said, hey, just to let you know, cherries typically are not self-pollinating, so you have to get another cherry tree. And I said, huh? I don't know what that means. So she's like, in order, if you want to get the fruit, there has to be, um, a like, it's pollinated. But those don't self-pollinate. They have to be cross-pollinated, so you have to get. And sure enough, when I looked at this tree, it had a little thing, and it was like, here are the three types of cherry trees that you need to be able to cross-pollinate this. You know, and then I was kind of stuck because then it's like, well, and the cherry trees are kind of expensive. So I was like, well, I either have one cherry tree that dies 
And then I have one cherry tree that I've got zero return on that investment, or I invest a little bit more to have two. And then I make it so um, I told my kids, whenever that starts getting fruit, you're going to pick it and you're going to go to the end of the driveway and have a fruit stand. So if you ever see some little kids that have a fruit stand, they might be mine. Buy my cherries. They're organic. <laughs> um but the pollen can travel long distance and the levels in the air vary from day to day. And that's where um, they tend to be highest early in the morning or mid-morning from about 5 a.m. to 10 a.m. So what happens and how pollen makes you wheeze and sneeze, uh, pollen enters your eyes, nose, and lungs that sensitizes the immune system. So specific antibodies to the pollen are produced, right? Your body immune system says, hey, we see these pollen. So the antibodies attach to mast cells, M-A-S-T, um, mast cells. Pollen then enters the body um, again, attaches to antibodies causing histamine and other chemicals to be released from mast cells. Um I feel like it's a little bit more common if you're in the functional medicine realm, but um, like there's mast cell activation syndrome, which is like a histamine response. But anyways, so um, you get a histamine reaction, which is why, so an allergic reaction is triggered resulting in runny nose, um, runny eyes, throat and nose itching, sneezing, coughing, congestion, uh, asthma. All of those things. But that's where like it. So what's happening is that allergic reaction is a histamine response, which is why one of the things that we look at are antihistamines, right? Like the design is to block histamines. That that important, uh, that portion is really important when we go talk about like more natural aspects of things. But that's where, that's what an antihistamine is, right? Like it's against the histamine response. Um that's oftentimes where you have like pet dander and stuff. That's year round. Uh, so when your immune system, allergies occur when your immune system is not coordinated well. So it can cause other uh, major stressors on the body. But it is one of the most common issues is altered gut flora. So the gut flora is responsible for 70% of our body's innate immune response. So the natural makeup should help the body is recognized between safe environmental particles, right? Like pollen, dust, weeds, etc., and unsafe environmental particles, like bad bacteria, bad yeast, and viruses. But when the gut, the gut microflora is altered early in life, right? So say you've got a little who has chronic ear infections. It's probably the most common. I see kids come into the office with uh, antibiotics. Uh, so one, does, not only does the early antibiotics lead to what they found is asthma, but it also leads to more like chronic inflammatory conditions, um, but it creates unequal gut flora, which is why so oftentimes when we go through functional medicine testing, we go in and people are like, I have allergies. I'm like, let's do a gut protocol. Or they're like, I have anxiety. I'm like, you know what? We looked and you should probably do a four R's gut protocol. And people are like, but I don't have a gut problem. And you're like, your immune system problem, your neurotransmitter problem, like so much of that originates in the health of your guts. If anyone wants to know more about gut, 
um, that's one. I think we're having a talk next month, but there is a book called uh, Brain Maker. It's by Dr. David Perlmutter. You know, it talks about how an unhealthy gut they're finding can cause things like dementia now and Parkinson's and Alzheimer's. And goodness, it's such an interesting book. Now, typically your go-to would probably be an over-the-counter Benadryl, Claritin, but they have found problems with these anticholinergic drugs, and we'll tell you what they are next. You're listening to Maximize Your Life with Dr. Leanne. We're online with life-changing results and success stories at GreenwoodFamilyChiropractic.com. This is Maximize Your Life with Dr. Leanne of Greenwood Family Chiropractic. For more information and to schedule an appointment, visit GreenwoodFamilyChiropractic.com. Itchy eyes and runny nose, we might have some answers for you. Today we are talking about seasonal allergies. You're listening to Maximize Your Life. I'm Dr. Leanne Schluter, Greenwood Family Chiropractic. 317-893-2853. 317-893-2853. Or check us out online, greenwoodfamilychiropractic.com. That's greenwoodfamilychiropractic.com to schedule your initial exam and consultation. Now, we kind of talked about seasonal allergies, like what is a seasonal allergy? And we know that a seasonal allergy is your body's immune response to a harmless chemical or substance. And so let's talk about what the conventional techniques would be if you or a loved one suffers from seasonal allergies. So typically, they'll just say, take it over the counter, not a big deal. But here's where a lot of these antihistamines have been found to cause quite a bit of problems. Um, they did research to be able to see what happened um, in terms of individuals who take antihistamines. And so one of the authors of this writes, uh, the findings that's taken away from these antihistamines for the equivalent of three years or more, increase the risk of dementia by 54%. 54. So, and it was a study over 3,000 men and women over the age of 65. Again, it's anticholinergic. So, and they talk about the burden that comes through this. Um, it was a research study that was published, uh, anticholinergic bur burden in children, adults, and older adults. Um, a nationwide database study. It was published in Scientific Reports in June of 2020, just a couple years back. Um, it's it's kind of the go-to, right? Like that, it's just we're like, oh yeah, you know, if you've got some allergies, you just take Benadryl for over-the-counter. Like just take this natural antihistamine. Uh, antihistamines, though, not only 
have an increase, 54% increase. And usually people just don't have seasonal allergies on and off for three years, right? Typically, it's year after year after year. The author of the study also warns that taking any histamines can cause or worsen depression and interfere with thinking and concentrating. Some evidence also links them with an increased risk of glioma, the most common type of malignant brain tumor. So... Um, that's our go-to, right? And if we're like, oh, and if that doesn't work out, then the next thing we can do are shots, right? Like we can do allergy shots. So it's also known as allergy immunotherapy, subcutaneous immunotherapy, or allergy shots. What they typically do, like how the shots work, is um, allergy shots work by trying to decrease symptoms from a particular allergen. So each allergy shot contains small amounts of the allergen so that your body builds up immunity to it over time. So the process works um, where you have to keep going in and in and in. So basically, they do a very, very low dose, and then they increase the dose so that your immune system can maybe stop attacking it. So say you're allergic to pollen. So they're like, they're going to inject you literally into your bloodstream with a little bit of pollen, and then they're going to wait. And the reason why they wait is to make sure that you don't die of anaphylactic shock in their office, right? So if anyone's got allergy shots, I guess you have to like sit and wait for 30 minutes afterwards because then kind of the average window of anaphylaxis will stop. And so then they increase it, increase it. And so their thought process is the more we expose your body to this internally, then it's not going to see it as this kind of foreign invader, right? Because again, remember, an allergy is your body's immune response. And so instead of saying like, why is your immune system attacking this harmless chemical or substance? We're like, let's just keep injecting you with what you're allergic to enough in small doses to hope that your immune system gets used to seeing it and doesn't attack it like it's foreign anymore. But all the while, my thought is like, how do you, you know, like, but that's why there's usually like buildup. So it's the building phase requires the largest time commitment. That's where you have injections up to twice a week to get your body used to the allergen. And again, you have to stay 30 minutes after so you can monitor any side effects or reaction. It takes three to six months. And then you do maintenance, right? You just routinely inject yourself with whatever you're allergic to. Um, you still have to wait 30 minutes. Um, because again, you are literally injecting yourself with something you are allergic to. You know, people will say, hey, maybe they don't need as much medication. Um, Side effects, obviously, (laughs) are like allergies, right? Nasal congestion, sneezing, itchy eyes. And it happens after they're shot. Why? Because you're injecting yourself with that. Um, Or they can get hives, swelling, anaphylaxis. So again, here's what's really interesting too. And I look at the cost of this versus what the cost of having, because it doesn't necessarily boost your immune system right? It just kind of tries to trick your immune system. Uh, One large 2019 study looked at the cost of allergy shots for people with commercial insurance or a Vanicare, I'm sorry, Medicare Advantage with Part D. Researchers examined data gathered between 2013 and 2015. So again, in a 10-year span, this is the most recent study that they've done. Think. Think about the costs now, right? Because this is 10 years ago. 
The cost of allergy shots for 131,000 people totaled $252,000. This averages about $1,929 per person. So on average, treatment lasts uh, 463 days, around 15 months. So it's again like the, it's a different take on allergies. They're like, well, let's inject you with your allergic to in small doses and hope that your immune system doesn't see it as foreign. And all I can think of is why is your immune system seeing this harmless chemical or substance as something that's foreign? And why aren't we doing things that help address the immune system? And so that's kind of the aspect of more palliative things that we can do that don't include medication, but ways to address and look at your immune system, how to boost it to fight seasonal allergies next. You're listening to Maximize Your Life with Dr. Leanne. We're online with life-changing results and success stories at GreenwoodFamilyChiropractic.com. This is Maximize Your Life with Dr. Leanne of Greenwood Family Chiropractic. Here's Dr. Leanne. I woke up today with a smile on my face. Sounds like a song I wrote yesterday, but I feel that way again. I'm feeling real, real good again. Like a good umbrella on a rainy day. Welcome back. You're listening to Maximize Your Life. I'm Dr. Leanne Schluter, Greenwood Family Chiropractic. 317-893-2853, 317-893-2853, GreenwoodFamilyChiropractic.com. That's GreenwoodFamilyChiropractic.com to schedule your initial exam and consultation. Today, we are talking about allergies, seasonal allergies. Common, right? People say, oh, I was just born and raised with them. And you're like, yes understand and I was too so I want I want to be able to say hey you know what I, f- I feel that I feel that I I had lots of allergies before <laughs> so I, I can understand that but interestingly enough when I started chiropractic care you know so there's a there's a decent amount of information talking about how um, chiropractic can help boost immune system now and they looked at white blood cells pre and post. So they looked at labs. So imagine you walk in, get some labs taken, uh, then they get you adjusted, and then they look at 15, 30, 45 minutes post-adjustment. Interestingly enough, they did the same thing with sham adjustments. And so those numbers did not change when an individually when an individual also had a sham adjustment, those numbers didn't change. So it was pretty cool. Um, and I don't think it's like Oh my gosh, you walk in and you get adjusted once and you're like, your allergies are healed because that's really not how it works. But when we start look at making nutritional changes that can help clean up your gut health, when we start getting adjusted more regularly, you know, people always say, gosh, am I supposed to be adjusted for the rest of my life? And the answer in my book is always yes. I think you should eat right for the rest of your life, brush your teeth for the rest of your life, like get annual blood work done for the rest of your life and you're like what if I don't feel bad and you're like okay like I don't you when you feel bad and you get blood work that oftentimes is when things 
are problematic, right, already. So like, why don't we try to catch it before it is problematic? Though that being said, there are some natural ways when we talk about what to do for allergies. Um, So obviously getting adjusted helps. Staying really hydrated, right? Anytime you are dehydrated, it just exacerbates an underlying. (laughs) I had a patient who came in just the other day and he said, hey, um, I just want to know how come I feel better than I ever have before. And I was like, yeah, let's let's dive down deep. And he was like, well, I had this kidney stone that was huge and they couldn't even do lithotripsy, like blast it. Like they had to go in and do it. And I had an infection in there, so they couldn't even do that until um, they got the infection out. And so now um, because of that, I know that I have to drink a lot of water. So I'm drinking 100 plus ounces a day and I've never felt greater. Why? Why? I was getting adjusted and I never felt this great. And I was like, that makes sense. Like, of course you feel bad if you have an underlying infection, right? Like we don't, we don't do lab work on every person who walks in. We take x-rays, but unless it's eating away at an osseous structure at bone, we can't see that on x-rays, right? And if you don't have like an active presentation of an infection, like a fever, you know, as practitioners, we probably wouldn't know that. I'm glad you had lab work done to see you had an infection. I'm glad they went in there and cleared out. I said, did they say why those kidney stones were so big? And he said, yeah, because I was dehydrated all this time. And I said, it's crazy that you had a doctor for all this time telling you, gosh, you should drink a gallon of water every day. And everyone thought I was crazy until we have these like giant kidney stones. And they said, hey, you want to never get those giant kidney stones again? Drink that 120 ounces of water. And by the way, that hydration not only is going to make it so that your muscles are hydrated, that your cells are hydrated. You, You have an organ system that's designed to filter out toxins that's functioning. Like, why wouldn't you feel the best you ever have? Keep it up. And he was like, huh, like, yeah, you still have degeneration. You'll probably flare up sciatic eventually. Like, we'll be here for you. We love you. But like, of course you feel better. You're drinking water and your cells need water. All of them need water. I don't think it's necessarily going to get rid of all of your allergies, but dehydration makes chronic conditions worse. Drink more water. One of the aspects that we have in our house or um, in our office that well I do I do have it in my house actually um, it's a product by orthomolecular it's called dehist so this is one that you can just stop into our office Greenwood Family Chiropractic we're located at the corner of 135 in Fairview if you want to ask questions about it but this is what I kind of shared with you but that my oldest has had the itchy eyes and runny nose and here's the really great thing this is um a blend of flavonoids, antioxidants, proteolytic enzymes, and botanicals that are designed to comprehensively support seasonal challenges caused by environmental allergens. So it is one that someone asked me the other day, they're like, oh my gosh, can I give them too much? Like they're talking about this little six, seven-year-old because we have a, a pediatric version of it. And I'm like, I'm sure you could probably overdose on something, but this is one where it is all natural and not like all natural, like the crappy all natural stuff you had. So one of the ingredients is quercetin. So quercetin uh, is a biologically active flavonoid antioxidant, right? Um, It's one that has an antioxidant activity, but it's been shown to support immune health by mediating the release of inflammatory compounds, right? 
So its ability, quercetin, helps stabilize mast cell. I said from the very beginning, mast cells was part of the immune cells that stimulated histamine response that causes that hypersensitivity. So quercetin. Uh, typically, uh, quercetin is naturally sourced plants. Uh Stinging nettle leaf. This is great. Like if you can do stinging nettle leaf tea, this is a really great one. You just let it seep. Studies have shown that the extract of stinging nettle leaf balances a variety of uh, inflammatory inspecting respiratory health, uh, including it helps control mast cell degranulation and histamine action, right? Bromelain, typically found in uh, the stem and fruit of pineapple plants, Again, it's a proteolytic enzyme, helps break down large protein complexes, um, and it helps absorb quercetin. Uh, it helps with a hyperimmune sensitivity. N-acetylcysteine, N-acetylcysteine, also known as NAC, is an amino acid precursor to one of the most important antioxidants in the body, glutathione. So both glutathione and uh, N-acetylcysteine help reduce viscosity of mucus and maintaining clear airways for respiratory health. This is when I notice that like when my kiddo's nose gets like super runny, this typically helps even in uh, individuals who are in the fall who have more of like a uh, like mucus or cough or cold. This will help quite a bit too, even outside of quote seasonal allergies. Um, but it also has vitamin C. So vitamin C cannot be synthesized by humans and therefore is an essential nutrient that must be consumed in diet. So uh, it helps with immune boosting properties, but distinctly beneficial for individuals with seasonal discomfort because of its ability to deactivate histamines. So again, this is something that we have in our office. So anytime you, you don't have to be a patient, you can stop in and buy five of them. But um, goodness gracious, even I had like a little bit of residual like itchy nose and I noticed a little bit of that post nasal drip. And I took just a couple of the kids version, the DHIS Jr. And it was it was a pretty notable difference. So that is a great one. Now, another thing that you can do is in your home, you can look at getting an air filter, right? Like this is less helpful if you're playing outside and you can't be inside forever. But a lot of HEPA, HEPA actually stands for high efficiency particle air HEPA filters. They remove particles of like pet dander and pollen by forcing air through screens with microscopic pores. If it doesn't have a HEPA, then the size of the pores for that goes away. Um, Another one is nasal irrigation. So this would be also known as like the neti pots. Um, the neti pot can help with um, kind of just like a saline rinse where you can um, rinse that out. Another one that I will say is um, vitamin support. There are great strategies. Vitamin D is one. Um we pair our vitamin D with a couple strands of specific probiotics. They're spore-based, so they help not over-inoculate, but help with the gut, which again is part of your immune system. But I mean, most people require five to 10,000 IUs daily. Now, if you're getting outside, you don't have to, like right now is baseball season, so I don't feel the need to supplement with it because I am outside all the 
time. Omega threes. Um, again, omega threes are really great. Um, and then the probiotic that we have is part of the vitamin D. Here's a, here's some interesting, um, mother's milk. If you're still breastfeeding, it's a wonderful thing. Uh, do it for as long as you can. They say 12 to 18 months. I would say all my kids averaged about 13 to 14 months that they were breastfed. It just, uh, enhances natural immunity, reduces the risk for allergies. I know that not all moms are able to have that opportunity. I would always say stay away from, um, look at the ingredients on the formula that you're feeding. High fructose corn syrup you want to stay away from, um, but then to any synthetic vitamins. And then two, nutrition. Like nutrition is a really big deal when it comes to the health of your gut. And so sugar depletes your immune system. We talk about this a lot in the fall, in the winter when people get sick. Now, this isn't necessarily you're coming down with an active viral load. But when we talk about your immune system and why it's so important, um, this is one. So vitamin D, probiotics, quercetin and bioflavitins, um, bromelain, stinging nettle, and then clean up your gut. Again, chiropractic helps improve quite a bit as well. So get your power turned on. Hopefully this is a little bit of help that'll give you some aspects. Like again, you can always stop into our office to pick up some of that dehist. We are located at the corner of 135 in Fairview, just south of County Line Road. So um, you can stop in any open hours, pick it up. You don't have to be a patient. Share it with your friends sprinkle it around but I will tell you it makes quite a bit of difference so hopefully you get a little bit of relief look forward to next week always remember that your power is on